was going to say good morning, but that's not right. Good evening, everyone. When it's dark out there, it's easier to stand up here to, to look at you. Um, oh, thank you. Um, now I can't see them at all. Uh, I want to just take, take this opportunity to welcome you here on this Christmas Eve uh, where we can gather together, we can sing, we can hear from the word, you can listen to me speak. This is not, um, don't get worried, this isn't all what I'm going to say tonight, so don't be fearful. But um, I do want to share a passage with you that always stands out to me this time of year, and it's, it's prophetic, and it's Isaiah uh, chapter 9, verse 6. And I'm going to read that, and then we're going to pray. It says, for to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Let's pray. Father, as we look into your word this evening, I pray, Lord, that you would help me to be able to communicate things that will be helpful to your people, that you would guide and direct my mouth, but Lord, that you would also guide and direct our hearts tonight. So we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, and we celebrate such a time as this. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. So it's Christmas Eve. This is when we all gather together, we, we celebrate, we re remember the past, we break out all those traditions that we have, uh, and we get excited. You know, the, the idea of Eve is something that, that uh, we use it off and on, but the, the big Eves are like New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve. But there are times when we use that, the eve of your birthday, especially, you know, when you hit a certain age, like 16 or 21 or 18, and you get excited the night before of your birthday. You wonder what you're going to get, you know, this kind of thing. It's a new stage in your life, the eve before your college graduation. There's an excitement there. There's, there's something to look forward to. That has to do with that eve. The eve before your driver's ed exam. That is an exciting time, isn't it? That's usually fear and trembling and uh, all other kinds of symptoms. The eve of your wedding. Now there's a biggie. You know, we enjoy that. But we have the New Year's Eve. They'll be coming up soon. And right now it's Christmas Eve. And all these eves have mixed reactions depending on what it is. But when it comes to Christmas, this is where history, traditions, the present day, and the future all crash together in one moment. It's when everything that we think about, all these thoughts, all these traditions, all these, all this family, all these different things gather together. It's not an isolated event, but in looking, in looking back, we start to look forward. When we look back at what Jesus did and what God has done, it causes us to look forward. It's not an isolated event. When Jesus was born, what if Mary and Joseph said, well, I'm glad that's over. 
did you get the list of the daycare centers that we can put this kid in? So, you know, Joseph has a carpentry job and Mary's got to thresh some wheat. Well, you know, they're just different things. That's not how it was. They looked forward. What's next? It says that Mary treasured all these things, the things the shepherds said, things that Simeon said. She treasured all these things in her heart because she was looking forward to what the Lord was going to do during that time. It's more than just an event that we set on the shelf, another accomplishment that we did or that someone did and we never look at it again. Scripture shows and instructs us to see the past and look forward, to see the past and enjoy it and to celebrate it, but to look forward. It's not just our personal plans and desires that, that we're looking at. It's God's work in us that we're looking at. If we're looking at our personal plans and our personal desires, we become very self-centered. We leave God out of that. That's not the motivation. God is the motivation here. Prophecies about Jesus have been told since Genesis. For Isaiah, uh, prophetically, the coming of Jesus was seen as a historical promise. The coming of the Messiah was something that was supposed to happen, that everyone was waiting for and waiting for. Jesus' life is an example. If we want to look at some examples here, Jesus' life was an example of looking forward. Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. That's looking to the future. Jesus said, I'm coming again. Now, that's a look to the future. He said, I'll send a comforter in the Holy Spirit and a teacher. That was something in the future, and he's still currently working, and he's working in our lives for the future. He says, I will never leave you or forsake you. That's comforting for the future. It's looking ahead. If you look at the shepherds in the field, and we, we talked about those a little bit this morning, the shepherds were out in the field keeping their watch over the flock by night. And in elementary school, we had to memorize this. Believe it or not, in my elementary school, public elementary school, we had to memorize Luke chapter 2, and we had a, we had a Christmas program. I won't do it for you now. So anyway, it's King James, anyway. And there were shepherds in the fields, keeping watch over the flocks at night. And, and the angels, when the angels came and they told the shepherds of all that was going on, it says, when the angels left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, and what if they would have said, well, that was exciting. What do you want to do next? No, that's not what they said. They said, let's go. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off, it says, and found Mary and Joseph, and the baby was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. They were moving forward. It wasn't just the event. It was what's happening after that. Jesus opened our eyes so that we can move forward. In Ephesians chapter 2, Verses four and, size, 4 and 5, it says, But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love, which he loved with, which, with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive. He opened our eyes. 
He made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. This is not of ourselves. It's something that God has done, a work that he's done, an accomplishment that he has done to move forward. Jesus forgave, if you're a Christian, he's forgiven you for your sin. You can move forward. He's forgiven your sin, your past sins, your present sins, your future sins. You're to move forward. Jesus provides for us each and every day. The provision is given so that we can live our lives for his glory so we can move forward. Simeon in Luke chapter 2, good old Simeon, he was looking forward to the promise, the promises of the past, the promise of the Messiah. He says in verse 25, now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was a righteous and devout, who was righteous and devout, and he was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Now, at this point, I would think he would start looking. He's looking forward. What's going to happen? I'm going to see the Messiah. Verse 27, moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was custom for the law, that the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation. Looking forward brought him peace. Looking forward brought him fulfillment. Looking forward confirmed the promise of the past. You see, Jesus didn't come to build traditions to look back on. Jesus came to change the world. Not to live in the past, not to focus on the past, but to look forward to the building of his kingdom. That's why Jesus came. Even the Lord's prayer points us to look forward. Your kingdom come. It's looking forward. Your, we want your kingdom to come. It's, a, pre, it's, a, it's a, a future comment. We want it now, but we want it to come. If you look at it, it's talking about, hey, we want it now, but now, is it now, is it now? No, that's the past. It's, it's a future. It's looking forward. Your will be done. We want, as we live our lives, as we give up, get up and we start our day, we want to have your will be done in our lives. On earth, just like it is in heaven. Provision, give us this day our daily bread. We're looking ahead. Lord, we're going to need provision. Lord, provide for us. We're moving forward. We're doing what God wants us to do. We're not just sitting back and looking about, yeah, he provided for me in the past, but he's not going to do it in the future. No. Humility to ask forgiveness and to forgive. That's something he works in us in the future. As we live our lives, as we walk out our lives, as we do it with one another, as relationally we work together. Deliver us from the evil one. That's always a, a desire. We do not want to have warfare going on in our lives, turmoils happening. Deliver us from the evil one. Why do we want that? Because his kingdom, yours is the kingdom. 
and the power and the glory forever and ever. It's always looking forward. It's looking forward. Jeremiah 29, 11. There's a number of verses. I want to just quickly share them with you as we get near the close here. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and the rivers and the desert. Philippians chapter 3, 13 and 14. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. We're looking forward. Scripture points us forward. Jesus points us forward. Now, tonight, when you try to sleep, if you can, you may not be able to because of the presence that you'll get in the morning. I know that's my problem. Um, maybe it's because of your timing your dinner and the roast has to be done or the turkey or whatever you're making. And you're thinking about that. Or maybe you're thinking about some strange relative that's coming to dinner. But while you're laying there, while you're laying there, I want you to think about Jesus. When Jesus was born, to change the future for you and realize that tomorrow is a new day to live for him. I want to read quickly. The, the quintet was incredible, by the way. But the song that they sang, I have the words to it. I'm going to read them. It says, come and see the inconceivable and believe the unbelievable. God has come to dwell with us. Begotten son born into Adam's earth, promised one, fulfilling ancient words. God has come to dwell with us. And the bridge says, who could ever know the depths of the mystery of your grace? Though our minds can't take it in, Lord, our hearts are filled with praise. He will heal the unhealable. He will save the unsavable. God has come to dwell with us. Heaven's joy will drink our bitter cup. Emptied out as he is lifted up, God has come to dwell with us. Lord, we're lost in overwhelming awe at the thought of such amazing love. God has come. God has come. God has come to dwell with us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you that you have come. We thank you, Lord, that you have taken our lives and and made such a change in how we look at things, how we live, and Lord, even the change in our desires in life. We pray, Lord, that as we celebrate your birth, we pray, Lord, that you would work once again and focus us on all that you have done and what you'll do in the future. So we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.